Welcome to the Everything Building Envelope podcast. On this show, we discuss topics relating to the exterior building envelope, such as waterproofing, glazing, cladding, roofing, and more. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. For previous episodes, show notes, and bonus video content, check out our website, everythingbuildingenvelope.com. Now, here's your host for the Everything Building Envelope podcast. Welcome to GCI's podcast today, Everything Building Envelope. I'll be your host today. My name is Derek Siegel. I'm a building envelope consultant. My special guest today is Jimmy Farage. Jimmy is a public insurance adjuster and also current president of the Florida Association of Public Insurance Adjusters. Welcome, Jimmy. Thank you so much, Derek. Good afternoon. Glad to have you. I think for our guest, Jimmy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey along the way to becoming uh, who you are today and the president of the association? Thank you again for having me. Yeah, my career in the insurance claims business started uh, a bit after Hurricane Andrew back in 1992. I was studying construction management at, in Florida International University in Miami, Florida. And I got to meet a, a, an independent adjuster uh, in one of my courses, and I was introduced to, to what, what I do today and been doing for the last 25 years or so, which is negotiating and, and documenting property claims. So it, it was a nice foundation to have the construction management background and general contracting background. My father's an architect, so I've, I've been around building construction since I was born. And a little bit later down my career in 1999, 2000, I secured my public adjuster's license here in Florida and subsequently secured licenses in several other states around the country. And uh, during that time in 2008, Derek, I uh, had got an interest in, in joining a committee for the Florida Association of Public Adjusters and got more involved and have been and was asked to serve on, on the board. And it's been a great, uh, great experience in the last 10 years. And, and I just, as you had mentioned, been elected president. It's an honor to be president and serve our public adjusters in Florida. Excellent. That sounds really good, Jimmy. I've got to tell you, I'm really excited about today because there's a, there's a tremendous amount of, of good, valuable information and questions that I have that I think will truly help people understand the business and what the challenges are today, given, you know, the recent storms we've had. So with that said, I'm curious to find out, you know, what you think are in the types of damages, you know, from perhaps the storm we had recently, Hurricane Irma, you're seeing out there versus the 04, 05 seasons, I guess the strongest storm we had, which was, was Hurricane Wilma in 05. What yeah. types of damages, differences are you seeing out there? <clears throat> well, yeah, good question. So, yeah, back in 04, 05, there was definitely four to five storms that hit Florida from different let's say angles. Obviously it went from the west coast and, and then we had Hurricane Irma. I'm sorry, excuse me. Hurricane Katrina and Hurricane Wilma and Jean and Francis. But if the one thing that sticks out in my head right now from this storm and, and the differences is is the slow process. Claims seen and getting consultants out to the properties has been very slow, very sluggish. And I guess one of the reasons is the timing where you know, just three weeks prior to Hurricane Irma on September 10th, as as we all know, on on August 17th, Hurricane Harvey hit Texas, and it was very a very large storm. And as as we saw in the news, I mean, Houston was flooded. It's so terrible to hear what what you know there was rescues and you know mm -hmm. life and, and basically humans and 
pets that were endangered. And then Irma hit three or four weeks after, uh, followed by Hurricane Maria. So the Caribbean, the Gulf Coast, and Florida was impacted. And and I think one of the main things that very uh, relevant is Hurricane Irma affected the entire state of Florida. I mean, it was a massive storm, as we all saw in the news, as it made its path and, and basically clipped the uh, the lower keys. And then the west coast of Florida, basically covering the entire state from east to west and from south to north. And it's amazing how it went up to the central and I-4 corridor in Orlando, Tampa, even in Jacksonville and, and Daytona Beach. So I think that's one of the main points that, and one of the main differences that I see the the, the intensity of the storm. So, what are you guys right. uh, see, seeing as far as any yeah. differences? What are, at GCI? Yeah, we're um, obviously we're out there quite a bit, like yourself. I think you know one of the things that sticks out in my mind, difference-wise, from the 0405 versus uh, this year or 2017 um, as well which, you know, a lot of storms hit Texas as well, is that Irma was such a slow-moving storm. You know, Wilma and all the others were obviously stronger in intensity, but uh, Irma was very impactful in the sense that it was such a prolonged event. It lasted, yes. you know, in some of it lasted up to 18, 19 hours of cyclical winds, torrential rain up to, you know, 15 to 20 inches of rain, and even though the winds weren't as strong as a Wilma, we're seeing a tremendous amount of damage out there just because of the duration of the storm and the geographical size of the storm. And so, in my mind, this was a, a much bigger event for the entire state than simply, you know, uh, an isolated event. And the damage is a little more subtle, but there was definitely a lot of damage to windows, doors, roofing systems and the entire building envelope that I'm seeing. You yes. spoke a little bit about, you know, some of the way the claims are being handled. I know this is kind of a biased question, but do you feel your role as an advocate for a property owner or a property manager makes a difference in the way these claims are going? Or do you think they're fine just handling these things on their own? No, I think absolutely we make a difference Again, policyholder advocates and, and protecting the consumer and more importantly on these emergency claims such as a hurricane. And and again, we're you know, as licensed professionals, we're there for the for the policyholder during these difficult times of of putting together a, a very cumbersome claim, uh, whether it's commercial or residential as far as all the different coverages on a on a dwelling and, and then the, the respective inventories or a loss of use or even on a commercial policy you know, putting together the, the business income law or loss of rents. So absolutely we make a difference and, and we, because the, the client or the policyholder, you know, after a difficult time, I mean, they're they're taking care of number one, their families, their businesses, in some cases their clients. And we, you know, as policyholder advocates come in after to, you know, pick up the pieces and make them whole again and, and put it together. So that way the insurance company would make them whole on a loss that they suffered. It's obviously a pretty emotional time for all these people as well. I mean, I know I've been through absolutely storms myself. I mean, the last thing you're thinking about is how do I evaluate the damage? You're you're happy to be alive. You've never been through something this traumatic. Your home is, which is your castle or your building, is damaged, and you feel like the rug being pulled out from under you. And I'm, and I know from experience that it's a very emotional 
and scary time. And, you know, to have someone like, like you or ourselves involved just takes that pressure off so that these people can really concentrate on their families and just recovering, you know, emotionally and physically from this almost, uh, you know, traumatic event that they had almost as, as bad as losing a loved one, because it's almost like something had invaded your kind of your, your private space. Yes, I would totally agree with that that, that statement, and, and and I think furthermore, the you know for the the, the typical policyholder, I mean most consumers obviously they have the coverage and it's required by their by their mortgage company or their lender, and and let's face it, they they they'll shelve the policy, and and a lot of these policies, as as we all you know for for the audience out there, it's a policy is an actual contract between the insured and the insurer, so there's many conditions and post loss obligations. And and I think that's where we step in as professionals to assist the, the, the policyholder on providing the you know the burden of proof of the damages. And when I say the burden of proof, uh, you know, putting together the respective estimates and getting you know experts um, involved, such as you know causation experts. And and again, what do I mean by a causation expert? An expert such as as your firm, Derek, a GCI that that could document and, and show where there was a breach in a roof. Uh, or, or as you said earlier, in a window opening, door opening, uh, building envelope, and and I think additionally the the time constraints. Some of these policies have some time constraints that are very sensitive. Um, if if the carrier requests certain documents or requests certain proofs of loss, uh, documents proving the amount of your loss. What do you, what what is the insured claiming? What's the dollar amount? And again, that's that's our job to appraise and assist and document the the claim from A to Z for, for a policyholder. So it, it, as I said before, it could be very cumbersome, uh, very difficult to do this. On top of the added pressure of, as, as you've just mentioned, Derek, the emotional stress of securing your property and, and, and obviously sometimes, you know, moving from harm's way and, and really, you know, basically leaving the state as a lot of, you know, as a lot of Floridians did this past fall. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with the way you see it as well. I'm seeing the same thing. Is there anything that you do differently now when you're, say, first coming onto a site where it's potentially being damaged or affected by a storm, the way you investigate or assess damage today versus, you know, 10, 12, 13 years ago? Or have you always done it, you know, your way, you know, obviously, since you have the background in construction and your dad's an architect, have you always done it the same way, or do you do it differently now than you have done it, or what's your experience? So, yeah, as far as changing the ways that look, we all have our, our ways of, you know, conducting business and approaching a claim. And, and granted, yeah, I have to say that in 10, 12 years, I mean, the industry's changed a lot. And, and again, very personally, I'm very humbled to to be where I'm at, and, and I stress this to even our membership at FAPIA and stay proactive and we learn every day something on these policies are, you know, insurance policies are changing, Derek, constantly. There's a lot of erosions of coverage, there's exclusions, and I think it's very important to stay, you know, relevant to what's the, the market. But to, to add to you where you, you asked me, I think it has changed in a way where now in 2018, as opposed to 2006 and 2007, after the 404 and 505 storms, yeah, the, the, we've had to Rely on more uh, on the experts, and again, as I said earlier, prove the you know have the burden of proof for the insured that yeah there was physical damage as a result of this storm, and proving that physical damage. 
and what I mean by that, obviously, like on a on a case of, like on a roof where, let's say it's a commercial building, Derek, and it's a flat roof, and and the insurance company is inspecting the loss, but they don't see removal of the of the actual material or a peel back, as we call it in the industry. Now you have to go to step two or, or, or um, option B, which is obviously do some further testing, moisture surveys, some right. core testing to prove the physical damage. And and again, it, I think we all have to rely on. It's, it's important to rely on on the experts that could document this. And and, and again, it's yeah. very simple to me. It's it basically if the insurance company is doing it and they're bringing out their consultants, both building consultants and engineers, it, it's prudent for us as policyholder advocates to have our team of folks to do it and and present you know our side of the of the claim. Right. And obviously, you know who the right experts are to bring out since you've been in the industry a while, and you know you can you can short circuit that for the insured as well. So you know I think you Correct. bring you know great value, great value to to the client and and to this person that's stressed out, full of anxiety, and is looking for peace of mind and you know in someone like yourself. That's great. Here's a good question for you. I mean, looking into the the crystal ball. For the future, or even now, we're we're 12 months downwind, so to speak, of Irma. If there were three or four things you could tell or suggest to a property owner or property manager to do now that we're a year post Irma, or for any future storm, if if there were three or four critical things you could tell them or advise them on, what would those be, and what would you stress to those those owners and those uh, insureds? I would say number one, definitely have the property inspected. Have uh, at least ha- have an overview uh, again of the entire envelope, the roof covering, the the walls, any thermal imaging, and to see if there's any water intrusion into the into the attic or walls or ceilings. So that's that's number one. It's it's always again a good idea to have it inspected. Even let's say even if it doesn't merit to put in a claim, but at least you know the client knows and is rest assured that. Everything's is okay, and obviously window openings and doors, uh, garage doors, etc. And number two, I, I think it's always important to have for the insured to have a or policyholder to have a relationship with a professional such as yeah a public adjuster, their general contractor, and even a restoration contractor to be on call as, as their team in, in case of an issue. You know whether it's the you mean before the storm, before the storm. Oh, absolutely, yes, before the storm, right? Yes, to have have a plan in place where. You know they would be able to mobilize in case that they have to tarp a roof, uh, board up some windows, or, or obviously they, the the actual contractor would be already uh, well aware of of the property, and and the and the insured would feel a lot better knowing that they already vetted that company, correct, and they had the references and had a relationship for future business. And I think number three would be document document before storm. What I mean by document, obviously have photographs, have video specifically of personal property of inventories. Of any valuable items, you know, such as uh, furs or any collectibles, uh, furniture, electronics, etc. And then, obviously, in the property as well, the roof and and showing the condition of the home or the business or the or the commercial building prior to the loss. And even a step further, Derek, have a have an inspection showing that you know, like a moisture survey showing, look, the the roof is in is in great shape. Now, uh, after a storm, is is where you show that there was a difference and there was direct physical damage to the property. So I, I think that's that's number three, documentation. And number four, I would I would say have a a yearly or or every two twice a year, excuse me, uh, speak to the your your insurance broker or 
agent to to go over the coverages and make sure that you're up to date on replacement costs to what the current market price is and and that you specifically look at the exclusions, specifically windstorm exclusions to for, for yeah. hurricanes and name storms and deductibles and and make sure that yeah. that the agent is giving you all those options. So I, I think those are you know four critical points yeah. for any consumer mm-hmm. or policy order to you mentioned the term replacement cost. If a property owner has a claim, he is going to get compensated by his insurance company. Does the insurance company, what is, what is replacement cost? Because I've heard that term out there. I've heard of actual cash value. I've heard of replacement cost. What is he going to be, what check is he going to get? And what are his obligations right. going to be? Like, what's that process look like? And a good point, again, that you're mentioning, Derek, because uh, as I said, stated a few moments ago on differences between, you know, 0405 to now, specifically for residential losses, replacement costs back in 0405, the insurance companies were paying replacement costs. And obviously replacement cost is today's cost of replacing that particular item or so like a roof of today, you know, it's not what you paid for it right. when, when it was installed. It's today's replaced market price. As opposed to now, fast forward to 2018, insurance companies, they have, that, that's been um, removed off the policies for them to have to pay replacement costs up front to the insured. Rather, they only owe the ACV. And when I say ACV, is the actual cash value. And simple arithmetic there is, is you have a replacement cost and then you have what we call depreciation over the years. Obviously, roofs deteriorate or they have a useful life, right? Windows and cabinetry. Yeah. So they would remove the de- the depreciation. Usually, it's based on a percentage, like 20%, 30%. I've seen even up to 50% on roofs. So imagine that. You have a replacement cost less 50%. So that the, the insured is actually getting 50% of the money up front to start the work. So it, it puts them in a you know, pretty tough decision to tough position. I'm sorry to commence the work. He's got a contract for 50 percent more of the cash that he's actually getting. Correct, and they're sort of like, you know, I have to say, financing the project, and then they have to submit the receipts later to recover the <laughs> depreciation. So right. on some policies it is recoverable, but I just wanted to. But I'm glad you brought that up, Derek, because it's yeah. a it's an important mm-hmm. topic. Absolutely. So that sounds like it's it's vital. To you know, get your ducks in a row, so to speak, well in advance of any storm. Understand your policy. Have your building evaluated so that you have a baseline condition that you've stated what the condition of your property was. Not Correct. simply by just taking a couple photos of the outside, but actually have somebody visit your property and and do some testing to make sure everything's sound, and then maintain all your records so that you can give the insurance company what they're asking for as required by your contract with insurance. It's, there's a lot more to this than just filing a claim and and going on your way. It sounds like you've got a lot of homework to do, and you need people who are knowledgeable and can help you throughout the process. Absolutely. And again, this is all as public adjusters, public insurance adjusters, licensed by the state of Florida. and this is all we do is focus on documenting and processing property insurance claims. So yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head by you know what we, we just talked about archiving and having as much information to provide to the carrier when the event does happen, when there is a catastrophic or about to be a hurricane event. That way, there's no misunderstanding on there's no loopholes or triggers that you can make a mistake with and then lose out on something that you were actually entitled to, which obviously does happen and it can be even more traumatic than it really needs to be. 
Yes. Great. Well, I think this has been a fantastic podcast. I think, sum it up, I think it's vital to have some people on your team well in advance of the storm uh, to to dig into the knowledge that's out there. And if, you, if it's something that you need help with, then, you know, to reach out to Jimmy or GCI. And, and certainly, you know, I think both of us are blessed to be in this business where we feel like we can make a real difference in people's lives and help them through this trauma and scary time in their lives. So from all of us at GCI, I just want to thank you for coming on and being our special guest as the the only guitar playing president of the Florida Association of Public Insurance Adjusters. I'm wow. Yeah, look, that's, that's a surprise to, to the audience, right? That the, the only bass guitar and electric yeah. guitar player in, in the 25-year history of, of Fabia. But thank, thank you. you. It's my pleasure. Great. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, and I, and I look and, forward to... Right. And if I could Go just ahead. end it in one note, with one note, Derek, is, and you, you just mentioned that it's it's big thing here is central theme and common denominator is we are helping the citizens of Florida and, and the property owners of Florida that when they're in this unfortunate position, pick up the pieces and again, put it all together that we're there helping the client. And, and once you put that first, everything falls into place and feel good about it because obviously, yeah, we are serving the community. We're, we're, we're helping the, the residents, our, our neighbors. So again, it's been my honor and pleasure to be here today on this podcast. And I want to thank GCI for the opportunity. Thanks so much, Jimmy, and we look forward to seeing you for many, many years to come. Take care of yourself. Thank you, sir. Thanks, everyone, for joining us at, at GCI for our podcast with Everything Building Envelope, and we look forward to providing many more like this valuable and informative sessions where we can help. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. For more information on the Everything Building Envelope, Previous episodes, show notes, bonus video content, and much more, check out our website, everythingbuildingenvelope.com.